Chicago's home for sports. Now, by your side, through your smart speaker. Just, Just tell it to play ESPN 1000. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Just after 11 on ESPN 1000, Sunday morning, beautiful sunny Sunday morning here in Chicago in the first Midwest Bank studio. Our guy, Jesse Rogers, he's our very own covering baseball in Chicago for ESPN National and uh, hanging out with us here at ESPN 1000. Xander and Hanley, hey, Jesse, uh, it's been so boring this weekend. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about. That's what you I know said what? at the top I of was, the show. I was this close. <laughs> To going to New York this weekend. I'm actually going to go in June when the Cubs play the Yankees. But the Sox-Yankees seem a little bit more interesting these days. Yeah, I they kinda, do, don't they? I kind of wish I would have gone. But, uh, you know, I heard I heard uh, the first 40 minutes of your show. Um, and I will say you guys covered it great. Um, and you were wondering if Donaldson's in the lineup today. He, he is, is in the yeah. lineup in yeah. game one. Tim Anderson's in the lineup. So this is going to be much watch TV. I think Donaldson's batting fifth. Um it's a doubleheader, so I don't think Johnny Cueto wants to get thrown out in the first inning or second inning, right? We can't afford that. Yeah, so this is going to be interesting how this plays out, but I'm sure you guys want to know what the league is thinking right now. Yes. They yes. are definitely looking into this, obviously, mm-hmm. and um, as of this morning, no decision has been made. I think, Xander, you hit the nail on the head early in the in the first hour there when you said, look, there's a lot of ways he could have got under his skin. He could have called him Bob or Joe or, or Steve, but he chose something that – uh, could have a it, racial connotation right, depending right. on how you receive it. Sure. Right. And and I think intent is going to matter. Now, I'm not saying he's going to get suspended for 100 games or anything. You know, it's going to be a, whatever punishment is. It's there's going to be something, in my opinion. Now, I do think knowing baseball, they're going to try to, you know, turn this around and make it a positive. Like get these two together and try to understand why you don't say something like that. You know, call him a different name that just would. You know, let, let's say in that Sports Illustrated article, Tim Anderson said, everybody knows me. I'm the I'm the most well-known player in the league. And then to get under his skin, he did call him like Steve or something to pretend like, well, I don't even know. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's yeah. how you rib a guy. You don't rib a guy by going there. See, and that's even my point, Jesse. he's done that a little bit in the past, which he claims he did. Right, yeah. and that's my point. If, if he's claiming that he... Now, he hasn't directly said that, but it, it, you can uh, assume that he's kind of claiming like, well, it wasn't a big deal before or whatever. He's riding the line. He should be smart enough to know that. Yes, I, I agree. I agree. Um, especially, again, even if he's called him this in the past, they just had a dust up last week. I mean, it's not like they're in the best of friends m- mode at this moment, right? With right. this guy. so. Right. I think going there is just a, a huge mistake. And, I, again, I just think the league is going to look at intent. The intent was to get it under his skin, and he used, well, let's just call it a racially motivated way to do it, I, I guess is the best way to put it. So I think there's going to be some punishment. Um, I do know as of this morning they're still talking to both sides, you know, and they're, and they're probably talking internally. How? What is the punishment? How do we handle this? How can we turn this into – not a positive, but how can we turn this into some, a learning experience as well as a punishment? That just doesn't come in 24 hours necessarily. So maybe by tomorrow, who knows? We'll see, we'll see what happens. But they well, got to get and, past today first. You know, D- Donaldson's just a dumb guy, as Lou Hanson would say. No, he's just a dumb guy because he did say that he thought he was diffusing the situation from last week by saying, what's up, Jackie? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's how his mind works. It doesn't work. I mean, and that could yeah, be a problem I, right there. I, I hate 
going to this place because uh, what I'm about to say is because it seems like we always, as reporters, have to mention this when it comes to Donaldson. He grew up in a very difficult environment. His father was in jail most of his life. He overcame all sorts of things. It doesn't excuse anything, but I think it does add up to why he's a different cat. And he, mm-hmm. maybe he gets under people's skin. There's just all this backstory with Donaldson, but that doesn't excuse anything. Um, the the point is he he, he 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 was wrong. His intent was to get under his skin and he used a racially motivated or whatever racially charged name to to to, to do it, and that's just wrong. So he's going to face some punishment. But hopefully it can be a learning experience as well. Right. And, and another thing, Jess, real quick, is it's not like he's not known to do this. I, I, not not that specifically, but just be an instigator, instigator a gnat. Yeah. He, he is that guy. And it's not only with the White Sox, right? Yeah. No, he is. And that's what I'm saying. That's part of his DNA. And a lot of times it maybe comes in handy for him as a player and for his team. But he went a little too far. He went a little too far. And. You know, we don't know the exact history where I, I guess I don't you played the audio. Was Tim asked, have, has he called you this before? Have you guys joked about it before? Because that's what Donaldson claimed. Well, he actually, you know what, actually in the audio, Tim said that he had done it a few times yesterday. Like he was yesterday. pursuing yeah. him. Yeah. And when yeah. you have somebody that keeps pursuing somebody with that, like if you said he said it to him in the past, that's like telling somebody the same joke over and over and over. When When is when? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And he's going to face some consequences. I think he the should. league just doesn't yeah. know exactly what they are. So no. do you find it interesting that he's in the uh, lineup for the first game? As Brian said, look, he, he is a hell of a player, and it's one it's a good pickup for the Yankees uh, so far. So does that surprise you, or do you think maybe they should not have played him in game one just to try to defuse the situation? Not that I, that really matters in the context of do, trying to win a game. How do his teammates feel about it? If and that's a great point, too, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it surprises me only a little bit, only a little bit. First of all, I, I did hear you say maybe the team would punish. The, the, the team, this is why if the team started coming down on them in some major way, the union would get involved. This is why they, they let the league handle these things. Um, now, yes, Boone could sit them in game one, but maybe the matchup's better for him. I don't know what <laughs> Boone's strategy is. Now, he could sit them both games, but that that's, that's certainly is making a huge statement before the league is done with his event. Usually teams just leave it to the league. You know, it's just, they just go about their business until the league steps. It's like what the Dodgers have basically said about Trevor Bauer. We're letting the league handle this stuff. So it's, but it does surprise me a little bit because you're right. It could, it could blow up and, and all of a sudden we have a eight hours of crazy, you know, craziness in, in the Bronx today. Um, but, you know, Aaron Boone's job is to win a game, and and I get all that. And the league's job is to respond whenever they respond. So you know, I'm only slightly surprised, I guess. Yeah, and I said, you know, love him or hate him or, you know, he's discussing whatever. The fact is that MLB.com put him on, put the Yankees uh, on the 10 best offseason moves by acquiring Josh Donaldson. And the only mention of the White Sox is number seven, uh, the Giants signing Carlos Rodon to a two-year deal. White Sox didn't make a, a needle move, uh, moving move in the offseason. And here they sit a game under. It seems like they've been in this situation for at least a month now where they're not, they, they were three back, now they're four and a half back. They're closer to third than they are to first now. They're only a half game in front of Cleveland. But is this team, you know, I, I was saying to, to Mark Zander that, you know, on Twitter, Sox fans are now complaining about even watching this team, that there's just, there's, they're going through the motions, there's no energy, there's no fun. And therefore, the fans aren't enjoying watching a team that they had great hopes for going into the season. Well, if that's true, boy, things change fast because this was a fun and entertaining team just a year ago. 
I know if people go back to last year's All-Star break, it's been 500 since then. So we're seeing an extended period of time mm-hmm. where they're playing basically right. 500 baseball and then a big flame out in the, in the playoffs. Um, you know, I've been trying to look at the glass being half full. They peaked in the first half last year, so maybe this year they'll peak in the second half. At this rate, it seems like they're going to have to peak in the second half. Well, that's the only way they'll anything. make something happen, yeah. But obviously the, the Twins seem to be, have some staying power. I don't think Cleveland's going away. They have a, probably a little bit better team than I, than I thought. Um, they haven't peaked. Now, if I'm Frank Manichino, I'm probably a little bit worried about my gig, just thinking mm-hmm. about how these things go, who's the first to go. It's not going to be the manager. We know that. Right. Um, they're not he won't hitting be, with men even in, be the yeah. last to go. Yeah, right, right. They're not hitting with men in scoring position, as you guys noted. They're not getting on base via walks. So that's although, a ma- uh, yeah, that's yeah. a major, major thing. And, and them having a little more patience at the plate has helped just a little bit since, what was it? Uh, I, I can't remember which game it was where Tim took City. a walk. Yeah, yeah he, Kansas right City, out of the they, box. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when they got, they, that was a good game. They, they took some walks. Um, but I, I've been critical of, of Rick Hahn and Jerry. You know, that, like you said, Brian, they didn't make a needle-moving uh, move. And so it's a collective failure right now at 19 and 20. Um, but you could, like I said, if you want to say, look, they're not playing anywhere close to their peak and they're just 19 and 20, you could say it that way. Or you could say they've been 500 since last year's All-Star break. What's going to change? You know, there's different ways of looking at it. Mm. I, again, they, they struggle against right-handed pitching because they don't have the best left-handers in the batter's box. I've been on that for three years. I do think the, the pitching staff is better than I thought and deeper than I thought, and that we haven't even seen one pitch from Lance Lynn yet. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, Johnny Cueto today, today against the Yankees, he could make a real believer out of all of us, right, if he can shut down that lineup. So I'm, I'm, I'm as you would expect with a 500 team, Brian, I'm torn. I'm kind of like, yeah, well, I, hey, I don't know, you know what Jesse, to expect, you know. Three weeks ago I was saying, you know, being trying to be the optimistic guy too, that they should feel fortunate they were in second only three games back given – that the defense was shoddy and the yeah. offense hasn't shown up and they were getting great starting pitching and still really are. And the bullpen was trying to do its best, but now we're three, you know, we're a quarter of the way into the season and they're two and a half games out of the wild card right now. And that's an expanded playoff field. Sure. Um, I, I hope the second half season looks a lot better and, and I hope health has a lot to do with that, but it just seems like there are some holes that need to be filled here because this team on paper, on the field, just doesn't look good enough to make noise in the playoffs if they do get there. Yeah, they're five and ten against plus five hundred teams. We saw that last year. They're under five hundred within the division. They're minus twenty nine run differential. Like there's not there's not one thing to jump on and say, oh wait a minute. Well, that, that, that that's going to turn around for sure. And um, I mean, I think they'll hit better, right? Especially when Eloy comes back. But it can't just be on one guy, right. you know. All, that's a collective thing for sure. So and he wasn't bo- hitting all that well when he went. Yeah. You know, when he went out, the bottom of the lineup isn't that great, but the bottom of many lineups these days isn't that great. So some something has to change. You are right, Brian. Something has to change. Um, otherwise, uh, it's a really underachieving and we're season gonna see, in, a, in a mediocre division. And we're going to see Boston this week, and they're starting to hit. We knew that that would happen at some point. Yeah, they're playing better. They're playing a little bit better, at least. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got to start to move in the right direction, you know, come June and, and, and heading into trade season and all that. But there is plenty of plenty of time left. We're, we're game 40. Um, like I said, if you want to look at it as uh, they peaked in the first half last year, let's hope they peak in the second half this year. Well, you've got that to look forward to. But there's no sign. There's no sign 
that they are go- about to go on some run to take over first place. And sometimes you get a sign. You don't see right, it right not, now. Not yet. But as yeah. I pointed out yesterday in the box score, it was uh, Moncada who came in to pinch hit, didn't have a hit. Angle didn't have a hit. Everybody else had a hit. And it was Kaiko that gave up the the unfortunate grand slam. And that was the difference. So what do you think is going to happen with Dallas? Kaiko, well, I, I mean – his days are probably numbered, but you're, they're just not ready to make any move just yet. Let's see Cueto tonight. Mm-hmm. Let's see when Lynn comes back. I mean, at, at some point, he's either going to be pushed to the bullpen or, or moved out. He did have that one good start. I mean, it was fantastic against the Yankees last week. And asking, you know, look at even Cortez wasn't as good second time. You know, back-to-back starts for both those guys against the same team. They both didn't look as as good, right? right. So. Um, I, I don't know what you you know you make of that. The Yankees are one of the best teams in the league, but I, I think he's he's got problems. I mean, he's he's you know he's if Cueto looks good again today uh, and Lynn's back soon, then Keiko's spot is certainly in jeopardy. There's no doubt about it. But healthy arms are, are are always needed. There's always an injury around the corner, so let's just see it play out a little bit. But yeah, I wouldn't be wouldn't be picking up Keuchel as a as a starter in in my fantasy league anytime soon <laughs> with all this other stuff going on. Um, if Cueto continues to look good. It's only been one start. It is going to be interesting in New York today. First game, 205, first pitch, Tyler Aki will bring you the pregame at 130, and then uh, second game is 610 here on ESPN 1000. Jesse Rogers, thanks for joining us and giving us the uh, you know the inside of what may or may not happen with MLB probably sometime this week, if there's yeah. anything that happens. Yeah, maybe as soon as tomorrow, but it, it's obvious if he's in the lineup today, they're not going to announce something mid-game or right. anything. Could be tonight, but my yeah, well, I, I honestly be I don't before, know. Before it could I, be tonight, it could be tomorrow. Could, could it be, be between the games? Could that? Happen? I highly doubt okay. it. I don't yeah. think they'd want to make that kind of news between games. Okay. It could leak out tonight. My guess would be tomorrow, or maybe it takes a few days. I was thinking about this as I talked to my league sources. It's it's a little bit of uncharted territory. It's like. Right? Where, where do we, how do we figure yeah. this one out? What's the right punishment? So it could take a, a little, it's not as cut and dry as, you know, your normal, you know, situation. So mm-hmm. let, let's see what they say and how they come down on it. But I would, I mean, they usually don't wait forever. You know, it's, right. it's usually sooner rather than later, but this one might take 24 hours. And I'll leave you with this, Jesse. The Cubs will not win four games straight again <laughs> this season. Well, not this gonna, weekend. You're going to do that again, Brian? Sure. You're going to do that again? <laughs> <laughs> because then they'll go ahead and do it. Just shame me. So oh, they may not do it at do. home the way that's it's going right. at home. I mean, it's, no. not the re- it's not the friendly confines these days. No, this place is different. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Jesse. Thanks See for jumping guys. on here. See yeah. This is I did ESPN enjoy 1000. the Fergie Jenkins uh, thing. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that was. That was great. Yeah. That was a nice feel-good mm-hmm. uh, to to see Fergie back in town and, and to relive that. They had a nice uh, highlight I'm, reel. A nine-year-old, I would get on my bike and, and ride to the Jewels every week. They would have a different picture of a, a the Jewels. The Jewels, the 1969 Cub players that we all loved, even though they didn't win anything. And Fergie was a huge part of that, and it was great to see. And, man, does he look good, uh, you know. He does. Uh, but, yeah, it was, it was nice, and I know everyone says, you know, why do you keep building statues and, and uh, electing guys to the Hall of Fame for a team that didn't <laughs> didn't win anything? But man, Celebrate the best of what you got. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I mean, I loved that team back in the day. I loved those guys. So it yeah. was good to see Fergie Jenkins and, and what it meant to him, too. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We've got the uh, phones loaded up. We're back to those after this on ESPN One Thousand. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is ESPN One Thousand. 
Hanley and Xander, ESPN 1000. Hey, Brian, did you ever see the Get Back documentary? No. Uh, I've you, seen, what? I've seen, I've seen wait, clips of it. Wait, wait, have, what? You haven't? Yeah. Do you not have access? Do we need to send you a code? Do we need to have, send seen, somebody over to help man, you with I, this? I've, my list of things I need to catch up on. I told you, you you added Letterkenny to it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess every, I did. I, I'm not doing you any five, favors. Every week, there's five more things that get added to the must see uh, list. You have to do oh, the yeah, get back. I, yeah. I tell you something, I have to watch it a second time. It's one of those things that there's so much going on that you watch it the first time, and it's like, okay, the second time, the second pass, you will get more out of it. So now I have to start it again. I didn't want it to end. I, I saved I the last want, yeah, episode same, I for like two weeks because I didn't want to watch it. But the it. first one was tough to get through. I had, I, I had three attempts to watch part one. I finally it, it, got through it, and then it caught a gear. Now I have to go back and do all of it again. And, and there's like no narrator. It's just the cameras in the studio no, right, with them, right? right? And it's I chaos. Mean, they are like yeah. they are like kittens. Yeah, you know, you, you ever hear the whole you know wrangling kittens and trying to get them all to behave? They're yeah. like just they're nuts. They're so in their twenties. The they're nuts. The Beatles. They're sitting in the studio. Yeah. The girlfriends are there. The wife. I mean. <laughs> All kinds just, of distractions. They yeah. all have ADD. It's it's mm-hmm. absolutely crazy. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. The phones are loaded. We'll get to uh, let's see uh, Dave and Mike here in a bit. Here's Zach. He wants to jump in in St. Charles. Hey Zach, you're on ESPN one thousand. Hello, Zach is gone. Okay, never mind Zach. Why don't we he get gone. to uh, why don't we get to Mike here? He's been holding a while. From Arlington Heights, say, hey, Mike, you're in on ESPN 1000. Hey, guys. Hey, Brian. I haven't talked to you since the uh, Blackhawks fiasco. Which uh, one? There were that fiasco. <laughs> yeah, there have been a few. Yeah. yeah with that being said, though, uh, what Donaldson did is totally unacceptable. But one thing I did, I, you know, Mr. Anderson, his track record, I think he got suspended for one game for saying something to the pitcher for the Twins. I think his last he name did. was Keller. And But in today's society, we don't need this stuff. Right. No, no, absolutely that's not. all I got to say. And you guys, great show. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah. Especially for a league that celebrates, rightfully so, Jackie Robinson Day, and everyone wears his number and retired his number. There's no room for any of it. And something that Jesse brought up, he said, this is kind of new ter- territory. Well, thankfully, yeah. it is. Thankfully, right. this isn't something that happens in, in a, you know, a, 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 an alarming clip. I mean, you know, this is something that hasn't happened and the league has to figure out what to do and they're going to look at intent and that i think is key right there uh we've got dave in glenview let's get to dave here on espn 1008 dave good afternoon okay um how many games did it take the Sox and 205 to win the real world series the final series it took uh, it takes that long to help you four yeah, because okay. they had great starting pitching. Yeah. Okay. Now, why, since 205, haven't the Sox figured out what their secret was that year? I saw it in Sports Illustrated. I'm a sports trainer, international sports trainer. I haven't seen the Sox for a couple of years now. All right, so All what's the key, Dave? Into... Pardon? What's the key? The key is training. Oh. We, we, uh, let's, uh, we're going to put Dave on hold. I, I don't know. know. I, I got to hear what the key is. If he's got well, the answer, hey, we, I need we've got to get him to back in the phone. There's something okay. weird that just uh, 
happening happen there. Let's get to. Uh, we'll come back to Dave if uh, Dave if you're still there. We'll come back to you. Dan in Barrington wants to jump on. Hey Dan, you're on ESPN with us. Hey. How are you guys? Good. Uh, Brian, Brian, I'm much more on your and Jesse's line of thinking. Uh, Mark, I know you got to try to be positive, but all the hits yesterday, they they still lost. No, they the did. Right. Hang on, hang on. The last 116 games, they have a losing record. That's not a small sample size. This team cannot beat good teams. That that's it. And once again, and I know you 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 twisted my words when I called last week, and you said. Oh, this guy's totally given up on Eli. No, I haven't. But right now, he's not good. So he's not Mike Trout right now. He's hitting exactly what Brian said. And he's not playing right now either. Yeah, yeah, I know he's not playing. I I know exactly where he is. He's where he always is. He's hurt. But (laughs) your optimism, and I don't know if it's just blind optimism, but it's what what is it rooted in? What, What is it that has you so excited and guaranteeing that we're going to win this division because it's not going to happen. Because it's May. I'm just wondering, what is it? Because it's May. Oh, God. Okay. We, we, we can... No, 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 hang on, because it's May. What happened the last 80 games last year? So so you're just saying what happened last year will automatically happen this year? Is that what we're no, saying? No, here? no, but it's it's a certain continuation. If In 116 games, you've proven you cannot beat any mediocre or better right-handed pitching. And you can't beat winning teams. Okay, so I'm just saying, you're saying, well, it's only May. Yeah. Okay, but what has this team ever done once it gets into the playoffs and no one cares about winning a horrible division? That's what we keep I'm going not making. To. I'm, not, I'm personally okay, not making so that I'm decision saying, today. What, what, ma- what makes you think this is supposed to be World Series or nothing? That's what our general manager said. You can't hold them to a less standard. So I'm just asking, what, what is it? that makes you think that this is going to happen. Why do you think Eloy's going to stay healthy when he comes back? What makes you think Luis Roberts Did I? Did I uh, well, you're putting words well, in my no, mouth. Just, I never said that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying all this stuff keeps happening. Lance Lynn isn't getting any younger. Dallas Keuchel is awful. I'm just saying. Weren't you the one that complained about show? Weren't you the one that complained about Kopech? Speak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was you. That was you. What do you, what do you have to say about Kopech? Oh, here's what I have to say. What day did they take the training wheels off? And, hey, he's got an innings limit. He is not going to be pitching in the playoffs, my man, if they make the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. He's okay. not going to be You're making a lot of determinations innings. for May. That's fine. You can do okay. that. I'm and not all, going to all do I'm that. Saying, dude, is, all I'm saying is it's not fun to be a fanboy, dude. you gotta, you got to look at the team. you got to pay attention. Just coming on every week. And I and I've loved Brian since he went back to the old uh, the old station, but you coming on and fanboying every week and not living in reality. I'm you done with listen. you, Dan. I'm done with you. That's enough of you. You just got to be a cynic. Like I was born a cynic, Mark. That's you enough of be- you, Dan. You know what? A fanboy, whatever, pal. You do you. I'll do me. <laughs> and uh, you know you could you could sit there and spin on uh, all of your negative, you know, whatever you want to make a call on what's going on in May. You want to make a final determination in May. That's your prerogative. I can care less. 312-332-3776. I love baseball because it just, it fires you up, good or bad. You know, if you love the game and you love your team. Yeah. You know, why it, why it, am I, Dan, why am I an object of your uh, your obsession? 
Why, why am I an object? You, you need to look at things a little closer. G Real, it's uh, in the uh, south suburbs. Hey, G, what's up? What's up, fellas? How you doing this morning? Good. Listen, man, I, I thought I was listening to ESPN 1000. Apparently, we broke into the view here for a, for a, a section of the show here, man. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he, he's a little fired up. He's, I, I, I don't know what his issue is, but, you know, what else? You know, you know so let me my take on what happened yesterday. I think most of it has to do with frustration. Uh, we all know Donaldson's, uh, uh, you know, uh, an a-hole. He's an antagonizer. He keeps, yep. he, he's done it for years. I think it kind of bowled over yesterday. I think we're getting a little too sensitive, and I hate the fact that everything has to be, uh, you know, right away we want to play the race car, racially motivated. That's a serious issue in this country, and, I, you know, I, I don't think that was uh, the case yesterday. <laughs> well, and, and I appreciate that, G. Um, thanks for the call. Uh, but, you know, as I said earlier, and this is my belief, it was said to Tim, and Tim is the one that gets to make that call. And, and, and ultimately, Mark, baseball is a workplace, right? If you said that in, a, in an office, right? Great point. Um, yes, HR HR wouldn't be it wouldn't be intent. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be allowed, right? Not not a, HR would be there in five seconds. You would be exactly. out the building in ten. You you have to be as you said. You have to. You could have said a hundred different things that didn't go near the third rail and make it a, a racist comment. Yep. You could have gotten the same reaction by however you wanted to do it, but you're not. I mean, you have to be smarter than saying something that was taken as an offense. Whether you wanted to, you know, intended that or not, it it was, you know, it's, I hate to say it, it's black and white. You don't you don't say something to a black ball player about, hey, Jackie, what's up? You know, whatever. And without knowing that you are probably wading in unsafe waters. And, and but, and, you know, he said he's waded in those waters before and got no reaction or they he actually said that they, they shared a laugh about it before. Um, after the article came out in 2019, when when uh, Tim said on the uh, modern day Jackie Robinson, so if that's true, and they did share a laugh, then Josh Donaldson thought he was in the clear, and and like you said, he he was stupid enough to think he was diffusing the situation from last week. Right, that's, that's just it seems by like saying, bad hey, judgment. You know, yeah. hey, you know, we share this laugh again. I'll try, I'll try the the dumb joke again. And see what, and he got a way different reaction. And as Jesse said, the context. You know, context matters. And, uh, you know, after what happened last week at third base, you know, who knows? Who knows? But it's it's something that we're, we weren't in the moment. We're not privy to. And the only way we found out about it, and I really believe that this is a, a point to notice, is that Grandal had something to say. Grandal took exception, was protecting his player, had right. something to say. If that didn't happen at home plate, would we have found out about this? We can't say. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We're here till noon, taking your phone calls. If you want to jump in, you want to jump in and talk about the North Side. We've got a Cub fan here that would be um, glad to talk about how they won four in a row and I'm how they still, won't be doing I, I it again. I want to know the key of the two thousand and five season. Uh, you know, nineteen. Yeah, he jumped off. He jumped off. Yeah. We we lost him. But uh, yeah, I think uh, maybe he had a theory. If he wants to jump back in. I mean, if uh, uh, what's his name from Barrington wants to jump back in, he Dan. wants, to sp- yeah, Dan wants to spar some more. That's fine. You know, it's funny. He just calls me a, a, a fanboy. I think I pointed out several problems with this team. I'm yeah. just not ready to shut them down now. I'm just not ready. Why well, would I, I be I, ready to do that in May? Why would anybody be ready for that? 
if I'm not ready to shut them down, but I would like I'd like my front office to maybe do something to absolutely to, no doubt to let to let me know that they're seeing watching the same thing I'm watching. And, right? and that and that may not come until closer to the trade sure. deadline. But yes, well, I, I don't I, you have that luxury. I, I totally I really agree. Don't. Well, we may not. We may not. May that may have to happen sooner than later. And all I can do is hope. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Back on ESPN with Xander and Hanley in just a bit. Speak. It's okay if you missed your favorite show. Podcasts are ready. The all-new ESPN Chicago app is here. This is Chicago's home for sports. This is ESPN 1000. ESPN 1000, your home for the Chicago White Sox. Doubleheader today in the Bronx. First pitch at 205. Tyler Aki will bring you the pregame show here on ESPN 1000 at 130. We've got the phone stacked. It's Hanley and Xander for a little while longer up until noon. Lots of problems on the south side. What do you think needs to happen? I think they need to ha- uh, they need to learn how to knock people in on base. If they can get on base, why can't they knock them in? I think it's a mental thing. Yeah, it would help. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. I mean, seriously, they're getting on base. Let's take the next step and knock them in. Anthony I mean, one, and McHenry on ESPN yeah. 1000. Hey, Anthony. Thank you, gentlemen, for taking my call. Uh, real quick, I've been a fan for 58 years. used to watch the games with my grandpa from our second story home. And when they hit a home run, we go down on the porch. I'd see the fireworks. <laughs> my grandpa would come in and I'd have a tiny little shot of a tax at Brandy, wash it down with a PBR. Were you, were so, you there in Bridgeport then? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, it was Heather Street, Taylor and uh, Oakley, and uh, sure, and okay. I've been there, but anyway, uh, and I'm not here to argue with you folks. I, I just I just don't like that trade. I never liked that Kimbrel trade. And is it just a coincidence since they made that trade uh, around what was it All Star break last year? The team has not been the same. They brought in they had two closers, which to me looks like two roosters in the hen house. Okay, real quick, Whatever let's go back. You said the Kim. You said I the Kimbrel here. Hold on, Anthony. You said the Kimbrel yeah. trade. You're saying for Madrigal, right? And then they lost okay. Madrigal, and then they lost Cody Hoyer. Okay, and, and I, I just like Madrigal. I mean, I mean, he may not be doing the greatest. Brian wants to up. give him to you. Brian will I'll deliver him, right him to your God door. Bless. Yeah, uh, without you don't have to give us anything in return. Just you know, I think yeah, we didn't. <laughs> He's not as advertised. He's uh, Nikki Three Strikes, and neither yeah. was Kimbrel. Thank you. No, well, remember, and Mark, they said, well, "Don't worry, don't worry, it will work seamlessly." Even though we've seen it before, a guy who's been a closer and has that mentality. They all said the right things, right? Yeah. They, well, they essentially, the trade was Madrigal for Pollock, and he had a couple doubles yesterday. Is yeah. he playing up to expectations? No, not yet. But yes, I'm a fanboy because I have hope. Oh, no, I just wanted to say, if you look at the, all the machinations, and I love Rick Hahn, but now you look at it, you got A.J. Pollock, okay, but then at the end, you lost Madrigal, and you lost, you, you lost Hoyer. And I, and then if you, I wouldn't make, if at the end of, of everything, that's what you wound up with, I don't think A.J. Pollock is a positive. I think that's a negative after all that. And then look at the way the team has played. I think Madrigal looked up to Tim Anderson. I think he knew his spot on the team. And uh, I think, you know, it, it was like an old fight. It was magic. Everybody everybody worked together. It was a solid team, and I think that's what we're Magical was a lot of fun to watch on the south side. I don't know what's happened to him. And that could have know. happened to him on the south side, too, and we'll never know. I don't know. I, I just, he was a tough ball player. I, I just, you know, he was a first-round great choice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, to give up on him that soon, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's maybe the other team said, hey, wait a minute. If the team is going to drop a first-round draft choice that quick, 
about me? What would they do about me? Thanks, uh, thanks for the call, Anthony. We right, appreciate it. Thank you very much. God yeah. bless you. Hey, you know what, Brian? Um, look, Han took a swing for the fences when he got Kimbrell, and mm-hmm. Kimbrell pitched up to his potential like he was for the Cubs. But as we noticed, when he arrived with on the north side, he wasn't good right away. No, it took him no. a while. And if he was as good as he was on the north side when he got traded for us, that might have made a positive difference. Now it's all water under the bridge because Kimbrel's gone. We have Pollock. Madrigal is on the IL. He wasn't doing much for the Cubs. And and I'm again, uh, you know, whatever. I'm I'm not ready to say Pollock is uh, you know a mistake. No, I, I'm not I think ready. The, He's a I think- I think the mistake was trying to get two closers who, again, said the right things, were yep. good teammates, said it was going to work. It didn't work. No. Okay? I mean, it, and it rarely does. The two roosters and then out. Right. I mean, you just – and when the White Sox won the World Series, I get they went through three closers because they had to. It wasn't they were, you know, having a committee, a two-man committee right. trying to close games, right? right? And And you would think – just in layman's terms, you would think that, you know, a pitcher would be able to pitch when he's yep. asked to pitch. You go in and you do your job, but there is a bit of a mental where, where am I going hey, and, and, and what Frank is my Thomas, job? Was my, you know, what's my focus here? Frank Thomas said when he was transitioning to being a DH, he said the biggest part was mental because he didn't know what to do between at bats. Do you go in the clubhouse? Do you go in the video room? I mean, he was used to being an everyday first baseman, right? And it, it, you would think it's not that big a deal because you don't forget how to hit and it, you know, it's less taxing and all that. But he said it was very difficult for him to make that adjustment and make that transition because he, you know, your mind plays tricks with you. It's like, you know, that's not what I do. My DNA, I'm, I'm wired to be a closer. And as again, you, you say the right things, you want to try to make it seamless. And they tried to do it, but the results were the results, and it didn't work out. I think we've got Dave back. Dave in Glenview wants to uh, talk. I think he's got a cure for what ails the White Sox. Yeah, Dave, are you there? My call. Yeah, yeah, Remember, okay. Remember, uh, 205, no injuries the entire season. Okay? Now, look at all the injuries we've had this year. Where are the trainers from 205? Where, where is their prodigy from 205? Why do, you think there, why do you think there's so many injuries if you're a uh, sports therapist? Why do you think there's so many injuries or a physical I'll therapist? Tell you right now, but there's no stretching. In the uh, Sports Illustrated in 205, they showed what appeared to be a, like a doorway, some vertical and horizontal pipes with springs and rubber bands on them, and the White Sox and probably some other teams too using these as adjuncts to their training, uh-huh. stretching. Yep. And you got this new pitcher. He threw what's uh, seven innings the other day without a hit, and uh, his first move before he pitches is to raise his arms straight up in the air and stretch his back muscles and his shoulder muscles and his arm muscles. And this guy's fantastic. I, I, I lost in that. I want to say uh, or something like that. You know who I'm talking about? For the White Sox. Yes. The Giolito. Giolito, um, possibly. Well, okay, regardless. So you're saying it's it's all about stretching. Dave, thank you for it's, the phone that, call. That's all it is, okay. is having these muscles warmed up. Because if you get into this heavy lifting, like uh, the, the uh, a lot of catchers do a lot of squats, real heavyweight squats, yep. okay, this does nothing for their legs. It causes what we call trigger points and weakens the muscles, loads them up with lactic acid, and 
it's a nightmare yeah. for these uh, professional athletes. Okay. Thanks, and Dave. Trainers thank, we, don't have a clue. Okay, we got to run, but thank you, Dave. Uh, Dave and Glenview there. Look, I, you know, that, that, that's above my pay grade. I have no idea about all of that stuff. All I right. know is that we're 17 years past 2005 yes, with all was. of the advancements in every different way, shape, or form. Have we really forgotten how to stretch now? Well, you know I, mean, I don't need? know. They, don't. Just need Hawk, they just need Hawk saying stretch. <laughs> that's it. That's stretch. It. Yeah, that's all they need. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Back for the last segment before we get out of here at noon. The phones are still stacked, so we'll get right to them. Remember, it's a doubleheader: uh, Sox versus Yankees. Game one, first pitch, two o five. Tatharaki on ESPN one thousand. Here we'll bring you the pregame show at one thirty. At Xander and Hanley, we're back in a bit here on ESPN one thousand. ESPN one thousand, Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter. At ESPN 1000. All right, we're out of here at noon, and we've got a bunch of phones. They are stacked up, Brian, so we're going to do the lightning round here on ESPN 1000. Going to Eric first. Wants to check in from uh, Wisconsin. Hey, Eric, what's up? Hey, guys. I love the show. First of all, the 05 team lost Frank Thomas and two closers early, and they overcame Yeah, Well, yeah, I, I just let him go on. No injuries, right. Okay. Yeah, the point is there's more roads to a World Series than leading wire to wire like that team did. Look at the Braves. Look at the Nationals. Look at Houston in 05 because they mm-hmm. were worse than this year's White Sox in May of that year. My whole point is the Braves last if you year. think Yasmani Grandal, A.J. Pollock, Andrew Vaughn, Yoan Moncada, and Eloy are going to be sitting here in September with a collective OPS in the 600, you got to take a week or two off from just watching baseball. April Abreu is in August Abreu. But if you look at his baseball savant page, if you guys look at it, his hard, ri- his hard hit rate is 99th percentile out of everybody in the big. 98th percentile on exit below. The dude's got four home runs. So I- I'd rather be mediocre now with a proven, talented roster who has shown that they can hit, knowing that they could get a lot better and have them be bad right now than have them be the San Diego Padres of last year. Hey, Eric, you're, a, you're a fanboy because you're not willing to give up right now. <laughs> Oh, 100%. You are I a fanboy. team right now, but I'm still going to ride it through. I mean, it's not going to be good wire to wire, but they can still win the World Series. I appreciate the phone call, Eric. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, what a fanboy he is, right? What he, he did, but he, it's hard to stomach right now. So. Yeah, well, and, and that's I'm not saying that I'm having fun. No. Yeah, I'm you not got having the, as much fun as no. I can. No you mistake the there. The Pepto-Bismol right there. Tracy yeah. on the south side jumping in. Hey, Tracy, you're on ESPN Hi, guys, 1000. How you doing? Hey. Uh, I want to say about the White Sox, instead of pressing so hard, try hitting for the sacrifice fly instead of hitting for the home runs. <laughs> and another thing they need to do, they need to butt more to, to bring the runners home when the bases are loaded. I would love to see them do that, too. Well, they, I, I, don't care how they get, I don't care how yeah. they get them home. They just got to get them home. <laughs> Thank you, Tracy. We appreciate Just it. Lean into a pitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah whatever, whatever. It's all, uh, it's all a tactic. We've got Jack here in uh, Darien. Hey, Jack, you're on ESPN 1000 with Xander and Hanley. How, how are you doing? Today? Good. What's up? But, uh, I just want to respond to that Dan guy who was pretty down on the White Sox. There, one, I, you know, the guy's not a White Sox fan. No White Sox fan would really would talk like that and try to bring down other people. But I, I'd also say, you know, I, I go to Las Vegas quite a bit, and right now, still in the American League, 
the White Sox have the second lowest odds behind the Yankees to go to the World Series. So I obviously uh, the you people mean the who people that them, really kind of know what they're talking about still have a little belief. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, more than a little belief. I mean, they they make their living on that, and they still believe the Sox have the second hmm. best chance. Interesting. The Sox have, have uh, you know, some work to do, but I, I believe in them. I think we have a, a great opportunity. I still think Tony LaRusso is a really good manager. A lot of people are, you know, questioning that, but, you know, that they don't, I don't know what Well, that's going to happen that. during a whole season, right? I mean, it's a long right. season. It's a grind. Well, did Jack, you bet it? Did you put any money on the yeah. White Sox? I, I, not yet. I will, but you know, <laughs> but I will just say I'm, I'm a huge Sox fan. I've been a, a season ticket holder since 1982, and Ooh. and I, you know, I, I think I'm realistic. I think this team has all the elements. This team is good. They they, they have to improve on a number of things. They have like, to. Yeah, no, there's no terrible. doubt about that. No doubt about that. Jack, and I think oh, I think when Lynn gets yeah. back, I think Lynn is is a leader. We kind of are a little short on leadership on the team right now. I think Lynn is a leader. I think when I think that. We need leadership, and I think he'll help along those lines. Thank you. So. Jack, you're a fanboy, but we appreciate it. Hey, 1982, right. that's commitment. <laughs> yeah. Hats Thanks off for to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got Jim. Jim is uh, he's on the Kennedy right now. He wants to jump in on ESPN 1000. What up, Jim? Hey, hey guys. Hey, uh, the stretch guy, the guy he was talking about was Johnny Cueto. You know, puts his hand over his yeah. head. But, yeah. but, but, uh, but what I'm talking about is the lack of plate discipline is killing them. Yep. They're, they're, they're the highest in baseball at, in swing rate, highest in baseball at swing at balls out of the zone, lowest the OPB, lowest walk rate. They'll be not, these pitchers aren't throwing them strikes. And, nope. and so they've got to show some plate they discipline. They don't need to, right. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a great point. Thanks, Jim. Uh, so does uh, Mendicino? Oh, uh, Mendicino, uh, yeah. Mendicino. Does he or a Mendicino, I think. Well, whatever. Does he pay for that? I mean, is that is that he, uh, he will eventually? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, that's a, how they're they're going right. to do that. But I mean, right. uh, hopefully, they got the message through that one game at KC after that loss. Tony Tim said took that, by better. Yep, and Tim took rate. that walk, and hopefully, they are making a change. Um, uh, but there, there's that fanboy in me. I just have hope. I'm sorry about that. Um, we <laughs> we've got to wrap up a couple Twitter polls. This was a fun show. Always good to uh, get revved. Up. The White Sox doubleheader, first pitch on game one, 205. Tyler Aki will bring you the pregame at 130. So the polls, Jake, uh, what, what do we got to wrap up here? The, um, what, what needs to happen? So first off, as a Sox fan, what would you like to change? Ownership takes it 46.7%. And then all the above is next with 31.8. Front office with 12.5 and roster at 9%. So ownership taking it for the Sox. And then on the Cubs side, Sorry, I had to scroll. Uh, this is the Cubs side. Uh, what would you like to change? Uh, all the above is taking it 40.7%. Then ownership with 30.2. Roster, 259 Front office, So White, so- White Sox fans, if you're truly a White Sox fan and you're losing your collective mind, things aren't great on the north side either. No, I mean, the goodwill, the, Rick- the goodwill the Ricketts built up for winning the first World Series in more than 100 years. Is it, is it gone? Is it all gone? It, it gone. It gone. He gone. <laughs> Yeah, and so are we. It's uh, Xander and Hanley on ESPN 1000. Thanks for listening. Jake, thanks for hanging out with us. We're back uh, next weekend. Actually, I've got the weekend off. Brian, you're going to be hanging out with somebody, and you'll have some fun. Happy holidays, Mr. Xander. Yeah, you as well. Tyler Aki will bring you the pregame, as I mentioned, 130 first pitch, 205, game one of two on ESPN 1000, and uh, we'll see you next time.